everybody welcome to a girl talks this is overcoming weight stigma this is a very sensitive topic but very necessary so please if you know somebody um, hopefully you learn something if you are this somebody hopefully you're reminded that you are love okay i myself um for those that don't know battled with weight issues and for me it is um very very healing to be able to talk and share it on my platforms to be able to educate people and also help others go through their journey of self-love to be healthy to feel comfortable in their own skin and to find a place where they feel whole because we forget that we are whole a lot of the times we think we're less than or we're not deserving but if you're listening to this whoever you are you are whole and you deserve respect dignity and love so let's jump into weight stigma what is weight stigma okay so generally it refers to society's uh disapproval of a person's weight especially people who are overweight um, or who are affected by obesity. Uh, The World Obesity Federation defines weight stigma as the discriminatory acts targeted towards people due to their size and their weight. Okay, Um, It is an outcome of weight bias, which has negative connotations and ideologies that is associated with weight. So if if that still doesn't make a lot of sense to you, then let me uh, clarify it a little bit more. It's treating others unfairly and not right, uh, all because they don't look like the majority, because they are stacking some weight that makes other people feel uncomfortable, and then... um, other ways they project that and put that onto someone and it is a crappy feeling let me tell you i know because i've lived it you know the assumptions that people make over anyone that is stacking some weight on them or who are obese um they immediately their thoughts navigate towards oh you know they're lazy you know they eat bad oh they're gross you know they're this they're that and a lot of the times it's so far from the truth um i for example um did not eat junk food i was not heavy set nor obese because i ate junk um i actually yes i was not active but all my food uh came from home cooked meals that were cooked relatively healthy and i say relatively because yes at that time you know my parents did cook with salt and they weren't using vegetable oil um but nonetheless it was healthy and as a the baby of the house who was 10 years younger than um the the middle child um i was being fed the way a 21 year old and a 20 year old that were soccer athletes were being fed and i was what 10 
10 years old. And the difference is that I was not an athlete. I was, you know, I grew up in, um, in an area that it wasn't safe for me to be outside playing and I didn't have a backyard. Let's be real. So how was I going to, you know, burn off all those carbs that I was consuming? Um, if you're Latino, then you definitely know what I'm talking about. Culturally, um, it was never okay to leave food on your plate. Uh, it was considered disrespectful. It was considered unappreciative and it was not a thing. And because I am first generation, um, it took my brother's girlfriend. <laughs> I'll never forget that. She is now his wife and the mother of my two beautiful nephews. Um, Robin, thank you. Um, for her to notice and say something to my brother and then for my brother for the first time to notice and be like, oh, oh, well, that, that, that seems right. Um, let me uh, let me talk to my parents. And then my parents are like, no, that's not right. And it turned out that she was right. And thank you, God, for having her in my life because it allowed me to be able to navigate through a healthier way of, of eating. But to say the least, um, it was not the, the, it was not the avenue that led me to a healthier lifestyle. Um, actually it got imposed by my pediatrician. Um, I say that because my doctor scared me into various eating disorders. He scared me skinny. He scared me into a double zero. Um, when he met with me at the time that I was starting to understand that it's okay not to eat all this when you're full, um, I was dealing with hypertensive um, uh, signs. Uh, I was also dealing with borderline diabetes. My sugar was really high. And my doctor said a couple of things that I remember just instilled fear into me. And um, whether he knew what he was doing or not, um, it forever changed my life, which is why I think that society as a whole um, needs to always be mindful to not make assumptions of people who are larger, um, to not assume that they're lazy or that they lack willpower, um, because that could be far from their truth. Um, it's nice to know now that a lot of... Um, medical practices are are exercising different ways to communicate uh, this understanding that it is a very sensitive topic that it is a very concerning topic as well but needs to be handled with care because um, weight bias can be exposed to children as young as you know five years old three years old um, and and this of course can lead to developing crazy body image issues um, that they can carry on to adulthood. And for me, I was bullied, yes, not just because I was chubby, quote unquote, because that's what everybody, oh, you were just chubby. No, I was, I, <laughs> I was, I was obese. I was not healthy. It was not healthy weight. It was not baby fat. Um, but I had dealt with, with it just, oh, it's okay because it's baby fat. It's okay. She'll lose it. And it's like, no, when will it get to the point where, 
you will realize that this is not something that I want to be the constant focus of. I don't want to be in the room with people talking about me or my weight or how I look and how they assume that I feel, Um, which is why it's important if you're listening to this and if you know somebody, if you're friends with or family members are a little bit on the heavier set, please be mindful and kind because words do hurt and can affect the development of their, 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 they're not just their body but their mind um and for me it led me to always questioning myself not loving myself and being unhappy in the skin that I was in and I can remember that feeling as early on as the age of eight when I was with my cousins in Ecuador and I was being teased but not in a malicious way but it was in a loving way but for them it was and for me it wasn't and it haunted me a lot and to know that I couldn't fit into clothes that they could fit that they could share like I felt like I'm at the time I felt like I was missing out on a lot because I couldn't fit into their clothing or even the clothing of my friends so it was very difficult to to see you know how they could wear cute things meanwhile I was wearing big jeans baggy shirts and wearing my hair up um and wearing like Timberlands and yes uh that was pretty much the trend also but you know when a girl that was you know petite wore it it looked cool you know you were like Aaliyah me it was not cool I did not look like Aaliyah I looked like DMX um if DMX actually had some bones on his uh some some meat onto his bones um but Larger individuals, you know, they face a lot of this discrimination. They, they, they face a lot of cruelty in the public and private domains, like, of the world, you know, whether it be family, whether it be in healthcare settings. Like, look at what I dealt with, with my own doctor, you know. Um, at school, my gosh, <laughs> at school for sure, you know. Uh, clothing stores at malls, oh my God, I dreaded going to clothing stores. I, I honestly, I still do not like to go shopping and, and go into the fitting rooms I feel like the fitting room mirrors are like the worst mirrors to ever check yourself out on um I don't know if it's something purposely but I just I can't it takes me back it triggers me I literally will go shopping either online or I will go buy things that I know that if like if the material's not stretchy, then I'm not even going to try it. Like, I'm not even going to try to buy it and risk it. No. I have to look at how much percentage of, like, stretchy material is in it. And I'm like, okay, this will do. Um, but that's taken years of figuring myself out. Um, let's not forget the discrimination that can be found in, like, media, social media, the news. You know, this is just naming a couple of things. And, yes, there is this huge body positive movement. But even that gets criticized and critiqued. Um, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I always try to look at both sides of the coin um people argue that this this new movement of body positive um is allowing people to embrace a healthy an unhealthy way of living their life meaning saying it's okay to be obese um again not everyone who's obese is obese because they eat badly not everyone who's obese is obese because they eat junk um some people are just not as active and they have a really nice relationship with food and they and they eat healthy and you know they're they're being monitored by a doctor and they can be some of the most healthiest of people you know um some people can battle with um weight because of other pre underlining preconditions um and so we have to be mindful because we don't know everybody's story which is why why us as a society need to beat the weight stigma you know what defines the perfect weight the perfect body the ideal 
individual. There is none and there shouldn't be that pressure placed on anyone, um, especially for the youth um, and especially in the time that we're living in now. Um, to be you is a beautiful thing and to love yourself is the most beautiful and greatest love of all. Um, you know, it's 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 an ongoing stigma that, you know, here in the United States, uh, up until I want to say the early 2000s, it, it was like super, super, super frowned upon to be overweight. It was super grotesque to, you know, walk around in things that would expose your body. If you weren't covering yourself up, then it was gross and it was repulsive. And, and that was not a fun time, especially for young individuals or even adults that were living through that time. Um, I think it's so cool now that brands are creating, uh, you know, apparel that flatter all types of bodies and I think that that is very helpful for people in their mental health especially when they're young um, and to see that we are all beautiful no matter what size or shape or color we are and it's important to be able to uh, remind society that we are all different we are all beautiful um, culturally like I mentioned um Back in the days, like being overweight is something that's more desirable, you know, outside of the United States. In the United States, if for whatever reason, it's not. It's like a fetish, uh, which is so sad because it shouldn't be. Like love should be love and that should be it. You should be attracted to a person not just because of their physicality, but how, you know, the, the compatibility that you have, the future that you can build, the partnership that you create. That is what is attractive. Not, you know, looking at a person's size and, you know, being turned on or turned off. You know, uh, the media for a very long time, you know, has portrayed uh, people with, you know, being overweight and obese as unappealing or, you know, uh, people to ridicule, which is kind of interesting because now we're living in a time where, you know, it is being desire desired, but in a more sexual fascist and it, it shouldn't be neither one of those two. It needs to be humanized as this is an individual who has the same right for the same respect and dignity that we all are deserving of and require and should obtain. Um, you know, there are campaigns sometimes uh, when they do sell junk food and this like really, really, really pisses me off. Um, you'll see like larger individuals like eating like a Sonic and you're like, wait a minute, what? Like I go to Sonic's and I eat that and, you know, I'm pretty fit. So why are we only using, you know, X people to represent X groups as if they are the only ones that consume junk food. Um, and because of this bias and people uproaring at this um, one-sided ignorant way of, of shedding light, um, it's, 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 it's bullying, it's fat shaming, it's stereotyping, and it's not correct. And this is why it's important to, when we see healthy advertisements, even workout apparels, to see someone who is quote unquote overweight um, wearing these type of things because who's to say that you can't eat healthy and live a, a healthy lifestyle, active lifestyle, and be a little bit overweight? You can. I know some of the most healthiest people who are, you know, have a little bit of weight on them, but they love themselves and they are perfectly in the clear. And that is all that matters when it comes to it. And although we are in a different 
realm of things when it comes to body positive movements and you know how we view and handle people that have a couple of pounds more than the quote unquote ideal body um there's still you know there's still is a long ways to go when it comes to battling weight stigma and completely like wiping it out. Um, you know, the stigma towards people who are heavier, um, it, it hurts us all. It does. In the grander scale of all, it hurts us all because when you hear the word fat, you know, it's 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 very negative. You know, um, it's used in a way that is meant to describe something negatively. So, you know, this whole war on obesity, you know, sometimes you think it's about just people that are overweight, but some people get called out as fat that are skinny. You know, oh my God, you're getting fat. Oh my God, that makes you look fat. Oh my God, um, I feel fat. Oh my God, don't you think that that makes you look a little fat? These are all words that literally um, not only scare people, but shame people into these crazy diets and these crazy um, uh, fitness programs and stuff. Um, it's It's because people aren't challenging uh, the the use of that word. That you, that word is so freely thrown out there. And to be real with you, it was that that made me scared. I say that my doctor scared me into a couple of eating disorders because he told me if you live this lifestyle as you get older, you're going to have more complications if you continue to be fat. And it led me to starving, it led me to binge eating, it led me to purging, it led me to struggling a relationship between, you know, my food and exercising. It it, it hasn't been something that I fully uh, recovered from um, up until I was like in my 30s when life pretty much showed me that, oh my God, this is so silly. Why have you been obsessing over these type of things? You've been missing out on other things. You could have been doing other things with this time. And I want for whoever's listening to this to know that your time you can never get back, which is why they say time time is greater than money. It is because money you can make back, time you cannot. So please, if you're listening to this, do not obsess about this, especially with with what's happening. If you want to change your life so that you can live a healthier way, you can do so. This is why my You Love You program, uh, my 30 days to self-love is so critical because it comes from self-love and not self-hate. If you want things to be long-lasting and you really want to uh, find fulfillment in yourself, this uh, program is going to help you do just that because it's not about being skinny it's not about being fit it's about coming from a place of love and 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 running away turning your back from self-sabotaging turning your back away from self-hate um so we as a society and we as individuals need to be very mindful with how we use words because words are, are spells you know um i don't know if you ever heard of this but in order to you know uh create a word you got to spell it right and so it's spelling <laughs> you know you're putting you're putting spells think of it like that you don't want to you don't want to put that onto you or to anybody um one of the things about weight stigma is that um it's 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 literally continues to contribute to weight gain 
and other issues. Um, and that makes sense, right? Because of the driving factors towards this topic, it it makes for a lot of eyeballs to fall on it and make people feel ashamed and uncomfortable. And it makes people embarrassed and it leads people to these crazy diets, to consuming over-the-counter pills that can literally kill them. So many people have developed such irreversible health conditions from doing these things out of self-hate which is why self-love is so important which is why moving forward with my life that's the one thing I want to drill into you into my tribe that self-love is the greatest love and it's not about just loving yourself in the physical but the mind and the body and the spirit to hold trifecta effect you know the weight stigma leads to so many other negative um, outcomes like you know uh, obsessively watching things on social media obsessively reading up on things you know becoming emotionally it becomes emotionally and mentally detrimental you know because it leads to this obsession this 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 want of control and when you don't have this control you lean towards something else that's comforting that gives you a sense of control trust me i know that i've been there like i said you know, starving myself and seeing the, the weight drop, starving myself and seeing the, the, the number on the scale drop was my sense of control when it was taken away from me because, you know, people got really concerned that I went from being a size 18 to a double zero in just a couple of months. Um, you know, it alarmed people. And I look at pictures of myself then and it was alarming. I was just nothing but skin and bones. Like literally the skin was just hanging off my bones. It was really bad. Um, but when that was taken away from me I then ran towards you know um binging like I was like all right you want me to eat fine I'll eat so I will eat and then I would have this relationship with my food I would sneak in like bad food like you know I'd go off to the supermarket and buy things and then like I would literally just be in my room and indulge in all these like sweets and all these carbs and all these things that were not healthy um but then you know feeling good in the moment and then feeling crappy soon after and running to the bathroom And I used to force myself to throw up. And I did that until I almost literally, almost completely destroyed my vocal cord. Um, From not being able to make myself gag, I literally had to start using uh, objects from from a pen to a to the back end of the toothbrush to even like you know spatulas like stuff like that like not the not the fat end but obviously the skinny end and by doing all that like you're literally ripping apart um linings that are meant to protect your esophagus your vocal cords everything and um I remember seeing blood and it scared me like that scared me to the point where you know the fact that it could risk me losing my singing voice because I was very involved in the choir and I was also in the glee club, I was just like, I can't do that. And I'm still like dealing with relearning the confidence of it. One from my abuser telling me that I can't amount to anything and that I'm not talented, but also with knowing what I've already caused my vocals to experience injury from. So, you know, um, it's, it's important to be able to find treatment in that now for me when it's come to my eating disorders uh, again going to therapy wasn't the first thing um speaking to a psychiatrist it was talking to a doctor and then talking to a counselor at school and you know 
eventually as the years progressed and the older I got the more like these pages you could find on MySpace you could find it on uh, Facebook and now you can literally find it on blog forms and everywhere so to know that I wasn't alone made me feel so present and so in the now and so understood um so it's very important to be able to provide uh, a place for people that are suffering from this to be able to you know gain some sense of self and some sense of stability i know that a lot of people's minds tend to steer with well why don't they just work out well when you're heavy set and you don't even feel good in your own skin you don't love yourself you are not going to feel comfortable in a public setting where people are going to look at you gawk at you whisper about you talk about you behind your back um and that's where us as a society need to be able to create these these spaces which they are deserving to be able to feel safe and feel unjudged which is why a lot of people who talk a lot of ish about planet fitness like shame on you because at the end of the day these people are coming through and they're finding their tribe they're figuring themselves out and they're at least taking the steps to um to walk into a healthier path because the darkness that they're in and battling and struggling is so much deeper than you'll ever understand like I think you have to try to put yourself in their shoes or if you've overcome it then you understand and empathize exactly what they're going through because you went through it and you survived it um I think that it's amazing to see um people of of that are heavy set and and obese be on the covers of magazines and be in movies and in film because these people have talent and they are human and they are deserving of the same equal opportunity that exists for anyone that's smaller in size you know um we're all beautiful regardless of color regardless of ethnicity regardless of um uh, what the scale you know the number on the scale says you know um it, it could be very dangerous to to you know um to target people just because of their weight you know um it's very unfair it's very cruel it leads to depression anxiety it leads to so many things um when mind you that person that's struggling with that could be overcoming so many things and being part of this world and and blessing us with with the talent that i'm sure that they exist the gift that they have that they were ordained with you know and a lot of that gets murky when the prime focus is just what they look like and it then becomes their focus and they're they are you're you are literally robbing them away from their gift and the gift that they can give to the world so we have to as a society as a community um fight against the weight stigma and be an ally to these people who are beautiful that are worthy and are deserving of the same human dignity that you and i share um but let's be mindful that it's not going to happen overnight we wish if only right you know weight stigma and weight bias is has been deeply ingrooved into our culture and into our american north american society um different parts of the world honestly they don't really deal with that they look at they look at heavy set people and they're like wow they live really well they're wealthy <laughs> or wow they're really healthy or wow again that woman can bear my children and like my child will be fine but it's only in the united states where it's super idolized to be a specific way 
otherwise you're less beautiful but we need to start changing that mindset because we are all beautiful and we all can do our part to educate ourselves some more on this issue we can all also you know do our part by admitting where we as an individual add to this complicated um, notion that has been created and this bias that exists in our society. Um, it's important to um, note that if, if, if being overweight is affecting a person's overall health and overall being, that it is okay to, you know, to, 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 to address concern, but to be very mindful of it. Because it is perfectly okay to be concerned. It's perfectly okay to love somebody. It is not okay to pass judgment. It is not okay to make it your issue when it's an issue that is being battled by an individual. Um, as long as we can focus on those type of things, as long as we can focus on making sure that a person is healthy um, in mind, body, and spirit, then, you know, just continue to promote acceptance, continue to exude love, continue to be the friend, continue to be a family member, to continue to be a positive light into this person. And for those people that are victimized by social norms and social ideations and social stigma, I want you to know this, okay? You'll never hear me say this enough I will repeat and repeat that you are love and you are worthy of dignity and you are worth all that it is good. You're not alone. I have been in darkest of darkest places in my life. I am 36 years old and I am finally beginning to learn a lot, which I wish I would have just taken in um, sooner. I just didn't have anybody else other than my mother who was always on my back, who I thought, my gosh, just let me be, leave me alone. You're so difficult. And I realize now that it was her tough love that all she wanted to do was to protect me. All that she wanted to do was to show that she cared and that I mattered. And if you have someone who is being a little bit, you know, um, invasive or intrusive, you think and feel and that's your mom or dad I want to remind you that there are ways to be able to 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 distinguish when it's good and when it's bad and it's okay to communicate how it makes you feel it's okay to tell mom hey mom I know that you love me and I know that you care and I know that you, you're concerned but I just don't want to talk about it right now or hey mom what you're saying to me is really hurting me more and it's not helping me instead it's making me want to go buy a gallon of ice cream and eat my emotions away by communicating your feelings, you're able to also help the process of educating others on the topic because even though it is one topic, you are one person of many and you are so special and different and so is everybody else. Everybody else is so different and so special. So to be able to put you in a box is unfair. But for you to allow people in, in your growth, in your healing, is not only going to be helpful for them to know how to navigate through it, but it'll be so helpful for you. I hope that this 
episode was enlightening, informative. And um, for all those that listened to this episode, thank you. If you have any suggestions for any topic, you can go ahead and DM me on Instagram, a girl talks, or you can email me directly at a girl talks podcast at gmail.com. Thank you and lots of love and light to you all. Bye.